Welcome to Questions from the Closet for this season two recap slash bonus episode thing that we're doing. Yeah, it's going to be so fun. We're just going to talk about season two because season two is coming to an end. Yeah, Charlie, why are we ending season two right now? Well, I don't know if anyone's noticed, but we kind of do seasons based on when we can put out episodes, and there's really no rhyme or reason to it. Well, with season one, you wanted to end it way earlier, and yeah. I'm like, no, and Ben's like, once let's a week keep is fine. Going. And I'm like, Ben, this season has 60 episodes now. And <laughs> well, then we, I didn't think we were going to do seasons. Yeah. I like seasons. I feel like it's nice, mm-hmm. like a little bit more compact. But basically, we're both going home in different places for the holidays, and we're like, hmm, we can't. It's finals week. I'm not going to record four episodes. Yeah. And also, <laughs> to like put out. And also, oh, do you know what we should have called this episode? What's that? <laughs> What's it like planning with Charlie Bird? Hey, we could still call it that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ben, what's it like planning with me? It's uh, the worst. Is it, is it really? It's the worst part it about is. the podcast. It's really difficult. Yeah. I feel I, like it'd be... I mean, sure, like the hate we get. I mean, that's not super fun. But <laughs> planning with you, ugh. Planning with me is hard. Just my life is so busy right now. Yeah. I'm doing like six of like priority number one things. Yes. And so so the episode we, we did with Lisa Diamond, the time I spent scheduling with her... We probably, I probably spent like three hours scheduling with her. Really? Oh, yeah. Just like sending emails back and forth. She's and talk. a very important person. I know. But you're also super busy. I got stuff going on. Yeah. So when it finally happened, I was like, we, okay, we have a date. No, nothing, nothing is stopping this. I'm glad I made it work. Me too. Yeah. But we're taking a sabbatical. A sabbatical. A sabbatical. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't even want to correct you. Sabbatical. <laughs> Yeah, but it's a short one. We'll be gone for like six weeks. Yeah, so Ben, tell everyone when we're coming back. Okay, we are going to launch season three with a live event on February 2nd at 7 p.m. at the Provo Library. And why was that the date chosen? Well, first of all, all the weekends were busy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> planning, like, with, planning with the Provo Library is also hard. <laughs> yeah, so, so don't plan with the Provo Library. No, they're great. But they were available on some weekdays. I was like, why don't we pick Wednesday, February 2nd? Because that's my birthday. Happy birthday, Ben. So we're going to celebrate my birthday with a live event. Please don't bring a cake. Oh, I'm going to have everyone sing happy birthday to you. You can sing happy birthday to me, but don't bring a cake. Oh, everyone bring a cake. I really don't want people <laughs> to bring presents because how would I How would I cart them all away? The dozens of presents I would get. In the elevator. Yeah. On the cart. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, your your presence could be my present. Yeah, oh. it's going to be the Provo Library. I was going to say that there isn't a lot of parking, but I recently learned that there's an underground parking garage. Oh, cool. So I guess there's a lot of parking. So it's a lot. We're doing the Provo Library because it's a lot bigger than the last space we used and just a little bit more expensive. Yeah. So. We filled out the last space. The last live event was so cool. It was really fun. I loved fun. it. I hope, I really hope it people come back and invite even more people because I it was so awesome. We had such a good time. I loved it. It's really, really fun. So Ben, what has this season been like for you personally? Honestly, this has been our harder season just because you've been so busy and that really has been stressful, but like understandable and yeah. a, like a, an understandable stress. And we haven't like really sat down and had a lot of planning meetings. So I'd be like, hey, Charlie, we're recording on this day with this person and this is the question. I'm just like, okay, I'll be 10 yeah. minutes late. <laughs> so, so it hasn't been very planned out and I'm looking forward to the next season be a little more planned. Yeah, that'll be nice. Which was actually the initial goal for this season in our last break. Mm-hmm. We kind of hit it for a little bit. This, this, I mean, this semester, this season has basically overlapped directly with this last semester of school. And it has been one of the most difficult of my life, probably. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been really hard. 
and it's been enjoyable, but I feel like there's been, so for example, I'm, I'm not to just like tout how much I do, but I'm, I've been, I'm in a master's program right now. And that includes an internship that takes up a lot of time, um, when it's a therapy internship and it can be kind of emotionally draining that I wasn't quite ready for. Mm-hmm. I'm on cheer. And, and last year I was on cheer as well, but it was during COVID. And so we didn't cheer at basketball games and most football games either, actually. And so this has been like a full year and that's been a huge time commitment. And I made the competition squad for cheer, which is really exciting. Which is really exciting. So I'm going to go to nationals in April. <gasps> Are you guys going to win? I hope so. You better. We have a really good team. And assuming like I don't re-injure my thumb, I like hopefully will make it, make it there. But that's been extra practices, and yeah, it, it's been hard. It's also been like a hard semester, just like with uh, uh, honestly, like since the the inception of the the school year at BYU, it was it was really difficult for me, mm-hmm. and so I kind of got burnt out, and it's just kind of been hard to bounce back from that. Actually, mm. yeah. So we're gonna take a few weeks off to recoup. Yeah. Great. But I I've, I really love season two. I think we've had some really hard-hitting it's, episodes it's that good. have been awesome, some amazing guests. Yeah, I think our first I, – I don't know if I can pick a favorite. I was like, that's my favorite. No, that one is. And I went through, but my, my first favorite was the first episode we released after the live event with David Butler uh-huh. about Am I Being Deceived? And I just felt like the whole time we were recording that, I was, I was like in tune and wired. Uh-huh. It was so cool. It was super fun. Yeah, and lots of really important things that were shared as well. Yeah, what has your favorite episode been? I don't know about a favorite. It's hard to pick a favorite. It's like, who do I like more, Mike or Charlie? You know, <laughs> sound guy Mike. Mike Choose obviously. Mike. Choose Mike. <laughs> yeah, I pick Mike. <laughs> but I think the episode that I will share the most is the episode with Megan Decker. Is it ever mm. too late to come out? Yes. And I think it's a really good episode for someone who is like not really sure about the reality of LGBTQ people in the church. Like, I think it's a good like first episode for someone to listen to because Megan is so well-spoken. She's got such great wisdom, but also she has like all the street cred that a Larry Saint could have of like being a mom and a grandma and a Relief Society president. president. Yeah. And active in the church. And so it, it's, I, I think it's a good way to give someone an introduction to this space. Yeah. So, so I've been, that's the episode I've shared with people who are like, I don't really get what it's like to be a gay Larry Saint. Like listen to this episode. This is a good place to start. Yeah, definitely. Another episode I want to touch on is what if I'm hurt by something a church leader says, uh-huh. which kind of became in a way like a, a flagship episode for the podcast in the way that the last seasons was, is there a place for me in the church? Mm-hmm. We decided to do this episode kind of just based off of a conversation we had. And we're like, we, we just need to meet and talk this through and kind of fill in holes, I guess. And really it was kind of just a, a cathartic me and you talking through the pain of an event. Mm-hmm. The one I referred to earlier that was, was really difficult for me at the beginning of the semester yeah. And I, I listened to that episode before it was released, like the recording that you did. And I listened to it when it came out. I haven't listened to it since. I don't even remember super I don't what we talked about. It either. And I probably won't listen to it because I don't want to go back there. <laughs> uh-huh. And honestly, that felt like a moment in time. Like, exactly. Like, uh, like this is how we were feeling today. And honestly, I'm guessing if I went back and we listened to it, I, I would probably feel differently about some things because that, that was like our an immediate response to what had happened. Well, I think that's why it was so special because it was very raw mm-hmm. and you it's sometimes i mean I, I at least try to be really careful about what i say and like think things through a lot 
before I like take a stance or talk about something. And a lot of times there's that's emotional, but some of the raw emotion kind of is worked through. And I thought it was really cool to illuminate what that's like to be in the moment. Uh And I think that's why it rang true to so many people. And just like from a statistics perspective, that episode popped off and, and got like thousands of shares and did really, it charted really, really well. In fact, for those few weeks, like surrounding that episode, we were charting at the number 15 religion podcast in the world, mm-hmm. which is really high for such a niche topic. Niche? Niche? Uh, niche? I think they're all approved pronunciations, but I I'm, say niche. I'm from Missouri. It, it's a niche podcast, and it's, we do it from a basement. You know, when It's we, a really lovely basement, though. It, it is. There's a lot of books here. There's, it's kind of dusty. I feel like we need to clean it. Oh, yeah. Every time I'm gone for a few weeks and I come <laughs> home, like my house smells like dusty books. <laughs> But, but yeah, that was, and it was, was been really good for like an outreach perspective and our listenership over doubled mm-hmm. consistently, like a, a consistent listenership doubled because of that episode. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. What are some other episodes that have been impactful to you from the season? I really liked the one, can I be out at church? Uh-huh. I just thought it was fun and she was just so darling. So I've got something to share. So most of our guests are people that we know, like like friends of ours. So both Sarah, who was on the episode, and Taylor, who was on What If I'm Afraid to Come Out, they just stopped by my office to talk to me one day. And when I met Taylor, I, immediately I was like, you are so cool. I want you to be on the podcast. And she was like, sure, I'd love to, but I'm kind of afraid to come out. I was like, perfect. That'll be your question. <laughs> uh, and then Taylor and I have become really good friends since then. And she actually participated in the BOU Belong concert. Her story was featured and she's just super cool. I just was like so glad we got to meet her. And same thing with Sarah. Sarah came in to meet me. I was like, Sarah, you should be on the podcast. And she's like, I don't know. I'm kind of afraid. I'm not really that out. I was like, well, when you're ready, let me know. And she came by and she's like, I'm ready. I was like, great. So cool. And then you guys chatted about Taylor Swift for like an hour. <laughs> Occasionally we'll have another Swifty on and Ben will just sit there while we just like go off on Taylor Swift conspiracy theories. Basically. Yeah, like, I don't know what you guys are talking about, but I'm so glad you're having such a good time. <laughs> Do you remember what she wore to the 2009 AMAs? And she's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I have no idea. So I thought that was a great episode too. Yeah, it definitely was. That's one of my favorite things about doing this is just meeting so many cool people mm-hmm. and, and getting to know them. And And the episodes are awesome, but the conversations before and after are just so fun. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I really enjoy it. It's a really meaningful thing. Yeah, definitely. I also really liked Am I Possessed by an Evil Spirit? That was <laughs> so fun. That was one of those episodes we could have just like talked for two hours. Adam was just so fun. <laughs> it was just funny. <laughs> it was also funny because... I mean, it is such an offensive question. But it happens all the time. It happens all the time. <laughs> and like, it was funny to see like reactions. I posted an Instagram story about it and everyone's like, I cannot believe someone said that to you. I'm like, no, this is yeah, like yeah. multiple people. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I also really enjoyed, and we're not going to be able to mention all the guests, but I really enjoyed getting to know Lacey and Quentin. So Quentin is a, a, a BYU professor who identifies as queer, and, and Lacey is a recent graduate from BYU mm. who does marriage and family therapy. And what I loved about them was they have this this therapy expertise, yeah, and they both like have so much knowledge in, in like therapy and human development and, and the LGBTQ space, but they also have personal experience to share. And I, I really appreciated that they were able to come on and share their perspectives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really cool. The mix of professionalism and personal uh-huh. touch. Yeah. I really, I, I just, I love Keldy. Mm-hmm. The episode we did with Keldy, his, he's so resilient. And I, I think that one was called, what, how, like, how do I move on from past mistakes? Mm-hmm. And I was just so inspired by his story. And 
it was it just I guess exposure to something that I haven't had much exposure to. Yeah. Uh, basically, all parts of what he shared are things that have always kind of felt foreign to me, and to to put that to a name and a face and someone I care about and am inspired by was a little bit paradigm shifting for me. Yeah. Ben, I also really liked when you performed the tap recital. Okay, I thought that was such a, t- a terrible idea. That was so dumb. When I was doing it, I was like, "This is so." I felt so stupid. And then when I listened to, it, I was like, "Oh gosh, this actually is funny." It's funny. <laughs> and Mike put it to the the entertainer music. It was so funny. Which, like, uh, behind the scenes, Ben actually performed that acapella. And then Mike just found the music to match. <laughs> but it sounded like we played the music, which was funnier. Yeah. <laughs> it's what we should have done in the first place. It was funny. You were really catty in that episode when I listened to it. I was. You were so catty. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You were ripping on me and Mike like crazy. Maybe it'd been a day. Also, though, I feel like <laughs> yeah, I feel like you kind of set me up. Because, Ben, you get really catty sometimes. Like right before. Catty shalati. Catty shalati. Daddy catty shalati. No, sorry. Was going to be a little bratty. Was it mean? Was I mean? A little mean. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I you, t- were, you were catty. That's the word I would use. I tend to. Well, I am gay. If not, we're talking stereotypes. Not, we aren't talking stereotypes. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you know what was another good one? But, but you, you, were, you had some train of thought you were going on. Oh, I was just saying, I wonder if you were catty before and then we just started recording. So I was catty back, but it just got oh, recorded. Maybe that's possible. What if... My spouse comes out uh-huh. with Jess. That was so cool. She's inspiring. Mm-hmm. She is like one of the most empathetic, like selfless people, emotionally selfless people I've ever talked to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, she's like, I just didn't make it about me. I was like, but it was about you. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, it was so much about you. I was really impressed with that episode. Yeah. Oh, we, we got a lot of feedback about the episode about being intersex with Blair Osler. Oh, yeah. Both positive and negative. And um, some people were really upset that we had Blair on because of her beliefs that she shares on the internet a lot mm-hmm. that I don't think align with uh, a lot of what I believe or with what a lot of church members believe. And I, I, I talked to some people about that and I was like, you know, I, I don't agree with all of our guests. And I think that's okay and healthy for us to have people that we don't always have the same opinions with on. Well, I think it's so important to foster discussion and conversations. And I, and, and it's it's easy to not to, right? Because once you get into like a space of conflict or tension, then you have to practice humility. And also mm-hmm. like, I don't know, I, I, I've, I think it's valuable to be open to questioning your beliefs while maintaining them. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it's kind of a difficult space to be in. But I just love conversations that can show that there's not sides to this and that we're not enemies. There's no us versus them mm-hmm. because I think that mentality can be really divisive. Yeah. And this space is already so divisive. And so in a way, to, to me, that episode represented, at least for you, Ben, some sort of like, I don't want to say like an olive branch, but like an extension of, hey, like an extension of humanity. And hey, b- both of us care. Both of us are here and we both have faith. Mm-hmm. And we want to learn from each other. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. So what are you looking forward to in season three? Well, first off, I'm looking forward to sleeping over Christmas break. That'll be nice. Because that has not been my strong suit lately. What are you doing over Christmas break? I'm going to go home to Missouri and then I'll probably spend time with my dad as well, mm-hmm. wherever he is in the world. He travels a lot. But yeah, I just, I I want to like... I need to be around my nieces and nephews. I miss them so much. Aww. And I haven't, I, I visited briefly just for like two days in July over a weekend, but I really haven't been home 
very much since I started this program. It's it's really kept me here, and I just I miss them. They're so cute. Mm-hmm. I love throwing them in the air and jumping on the trampoline and things like that. Aww. So I just want to spend time and and something about going home. My hometown's really small and it's very familiar, and out here I have a lot of really wonderful friends, but it's there's like a fast paced and this I I don't know like I feel like a lot of people don't know me like the real me sometimes. And so I'm excited to just be in a place where that doesn't matter. And I'm just with family and people who love me and I don't have to talk about sexual orientation or church or policy or, or any of these things that I'm always pulled into. And I like to talk about, but it'll, it'll be a nice break to just be home and just be with me and these kids that I love, you know, that sounds lovely. What about you? I'm going to be gone for two and a half weeks. So I'm going to be in Washington uh, staying with my dad for a week and a half. And I'll visit my mom a bunch as well. How's she, she doing? People ask a lot. People ask how my mom was doing all the time. And, and I, so when I was in Chicago a few weeks, a few months ago, I had lunch with a, a friend, uh, Leanne. And she's like, how's your mom? I was like, oh, she's good. And all, and I you know was being positive about it. And then when I was giving a fireside during the Q&A, someone asked like, what they could do to help. I just started crying about my mom. I was like, just pray for my mom. She's really mm-hmm. struggling. And honestly, she's really happy. And I haven't seen her since the summer. So I don't super, just from what I hear from. Are you going to see her when you go home? Oh, totally. But you know, she's in assisted living. It's not a familiar place. And so I think sometimes that that's agitating to her and, and confusing for her. Yeah. And she had a problem with her foot, uh, but that got, that she had like a callus that needed to be shaved off and now she's walking fine. So I think she's just kind of like confused, but also like so happy when people come to visit. Yeah. So yeah, so I'll visit her a bunch. And then uh, my dad and I are going to Palm Springs for a week. Oh, fun. Over over uh, New Year's Eve. Are you staying in your aunt's At my aunt's house? house. Yeah. Is that is that the one that I stayed in uh, when we went? Uh, you stayed at my cousin's house. Oh, that is the most beautiful home. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I loved that house. It, wasn't it beautiful? I just wanted to live there. Well, we stayed at my aunt's house where you had breakfast. Okay. I know that one, too. Yeah. And yeah, so if anyone's going to be in Palm Springs over New Year's, let's hang out. Say hi. hi. Ring in the new year with Ben Chalati. <laughs> Ben and Buzz Shalati. <laughs> we are a hoot. I'm going to go to Joshua Tree National Park. It's going to be fun. But I'm going to be there for a whole week, and there's like not a week worth of things to do. So I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. We'll hang out a lot. So it'll be fun. Great. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening and sharing. I love our listeners. They really are wonderful. Am I getting emotional? <laughs> wow. Go ahead. Get emotional, Charlie. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm truly so, so honored when people care, but also like, I don't know, like this is a lot of work. And it's something we don't have to do, but something I love. And so when someone values that, it it really means a lot to me. And for so many people, this is not a space that they have to step into. It just comes out of a true desire to learn about people and become a better disciple of Christ. And that's just so awe-inspiring to me. And I just feel so lucky and kind of almost like pinch me with how I'm able to be a part of this. Yeah, definitely. And it's, you know, I run into people all the time who are like, I feel like I know you because I listen to your podcast, but we don't actually know each other. That's always kind of fun. Uh, I ran into someone at the BYU bookstore, I think it was last week, and uh, it was a mom, and, and she she was like, are you Ben Shalati? And I said, yes, and she got like teary-eyed right away. And I was like, do you need a hug? And she's like, I do. And so I gave her a hug, and I thought she was teary-eyed because she like saw me, but she had just dropped her kid off at the MTC. 
So <laughs> that's why she needed a hug. <laughs> that's sweet. That's cute. Story. Yeah, but you know, I sometimes people will like stop me at the gym, which I'm at all the time, of course. Zero to four times a week. Zero to four times a week. I've been a lot less this semester. <laughs> but people will stop me like, "Hey, I listened to your podcast. I love it." And they're like, "Oh, so sorry to bother you." I was like, "No, I love chatting with random people." So it's been really fun. That's cool. Well, one more reminder for our live event, Season 3 Kickoff, February 2nd. Let's see if I know, so because I'm not this <laughs> on my calendar. February 2nd, 7 p.m., yeah. Provo Library yes. on University in 500. Yes. And we're doing a Q&A, I anticipate. I think that's the plan, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Hope to see you there. See you in Season 3.